Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Our favorite time of the week. High school sweethearts turned married couple with two kids. Join us for a conversation on life, parenting, marriage, and more. Welcome to Close Enough. Ah, good morning. Good morning. It is morning while we're recording this. It is morning. I'm not drinking any coffee. No. That, that, that's, Sorry, I had We'll get some. into that, but it's pissing me off. <laughs> you start your day with a little... Like, I'm not even a coffee guy. Are you... Uh, you... It's a... Nope. I don't have to have it at all. Right, yeah. I do. Not I like, do. don't talk to me until I've had my eighth right, cup of I coffee. Right, I am not... I don't understand already, If I've not had my eighth cup of coffee, I've had three monsters, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> I don't even have to have caffeine in the morning. I will drink water. I just... Because I don't drink or eat, like, a heavy breakfast all the time. Yeah. I can. You've been making a... I've been trying yeah. to do... It, Healthy it things. smells burnt every day, though. What do you mean? I just, I don't know. The Maybe coffee? The cook it. No. Oh, the, the breakfast. And by cook it, you mean the way that I microwave those turkeys, those pre cooked turkey sausages? <laughs> Ooh, sausages. <laughs> it's sausage season. It's like Oktoberfest season. <laughs> ah, you dirty minded little girl. Court days is going to be here before you know it. Are you so excited? Yeah. Are you really? A little bit. For Harlan? Or just for you? Like you? I don't even want to go to court day. I just like that it's here. And we're not at school. And I like it's fall. That's like a, it's all a seasonal thing. It's almost my birthday. Yeah. If you guys want to get me a present, all you have to do is like and or share this podcast with 25 of your friends. Like the old, I want you to do it. The old school chain letter. (laughs) If you do not share this, your dog will die in seven days. I don't. I don't want to start that. I don't have twenty five. Oh, you have thousands of friends on Facebook. It's all just about messaging. Let's start. This is is that the cold call. This is a guerrilla campaign. Like. Hey, girl, I saw that you were posting that you liked my post. Like that one friend that ne- you've never, <laughs> that you've talked to seven times. In hey, girl, 20- will you do me a quick favor? <laughs> 2011, they're like, oh, hey, um, just let you know I'm making millions of dollars selling <laughs> I just need to channel. copy and paste this. Yeah. <laughs> no. There is a whole, I don't know, like the get rich quick thing with social media is so... Like, what do you believe? Like, sometimes I do believe these people are making money, and sometimes I'm like, dude, you're full of shit. I think there is a capacity for it. Like, and we've talked about it before, you have to get in at a certain time, but you got to also get out yeah. at a certain time. There was something, um, one of my Facebook people, you know, the, there's always this, like, make money from home things, oh, right? Oh, yeah. And there was some called place- prostitution. <laughs> That's how... <laughs> <laughs> you really the, have to be at home to do that. <laughs> I need to make twenty thousand dollars this week, but it can't involve drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Newsflash: It's going to involve drugs. It's going to involve. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this so this place that like was hiring people to work from home. I don't know a damn thing about it other than I've seen it ad advertised before. Like, it was awful. Laid off a bunch of people yesterday. I don't even. So all of that. I think anything. It's get all risky. Rich, Quick, like I don't know. Everything's what about? Never mind. What? (laughs) I don't want to embarrass you. Oh God! (laughs) Or embarrass our listeners. Okay, I yeah. It was like ninety degrees this week, and then the next day it was when I got up to go to work. It was forty eight degrees, and I was like, okay, okay, I'm here for it. Yep, here we go. Was it? I got. I went to the gym in the morning, Friday morning, and I was like. Love this. Yeah, it was it's cold. And cold. I get it. It's football weather. Yeah, get to wear my sweatshirt. UK plays today. It's a good time. I like this 
I like this part of the year. I've said it before. I would. It's fall, y'all. Fall, y'all. I would make this like I love summer. <laughs> no, I could do without this summer. Is my, this is my. If I had time. to. If I had to eliminate a season, it'd be summer. Really? Oh yeah. Come on. Well, come on. What? Let's let, let, let me let me. Spring's the best. The spring's like fall, just a little wetter. I don't like. I don't like wet. I don't like it when it's raining like all the time. Oh my god! Shut the hell up. What are you talking about? Like ten. <laughs> I am ten. <laughs> you look like a ten. Oh, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only ten I see. He's a ten, but he leaves his damn pudding packets everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying there. J E L L O. Yeah, so I'm uh almost two weeks post op. You said it was three last night. I said it was one week. <laughs> we have no I, I, hold on. Of time. I'm starting week three. I had sure. it done September twelfth. Yeah. I had one for my one week checkup this week. Mm-hmm. So next week will be starting my third week. You look great. I mean I've always looked great, so I've no doubt. No doubt in my mind. Hot <laughs> uh, from day one. But for those that haven't followed along, on the last episode, I talked about how I was supposed to be outpatient. Turns out. And how you were I, so disappointed that you've never spent the night in the hospital. Like, weirdly obsessed with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, for years I've talked about that. So weird. So, cut to. Monday morning. We walk into the hospital with literally, I don't even take my school work with me, nothing, because we're like going to be there a couple hours, according to Gare. <laughs> I don't take food, which, if you know me, I like to pack my snacks. I've got nothing. Gary brought clothes because they mentioned it, and that's it. And there, and he walks back out from the registration. He's like, hey, um, plot twist. I'm spending the night here tonight. And I was like, well, <laughs> shit. But then there was a whole debate for like the next hour and a half if I was or if I wasn't. And guess who is behind it all? Who gets to make your medical decisions in your life? Your very well-educated, medically-minded. Expensive. Expensive insurance. Yeah. Which providers. was, you would think they wouldn't want to pay. Like, it was weird. It was weird. So, my surgeon came in. He said, Hey, here's the deal. Um, we know we told you you're going to be outpatient, but it turns out the insurance won't pay for this unless you're inpatient. Which I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I'm glad you stayed. I didn't want to, like, I ended up having to leave you there yeah. that evening. Um, but between the hours of you, like, actually getting into a room, and until like I left you, it I was very uncomfortable with like your progress. <laughs> I was nervous. Well, I liked having could just as they were trying to stabilize blood pressure and stabilize oxygen. I was not a fan of those moments. It was scary to me, and I was like, and I don't remember any of those. You have no memory of it. Here's what I do remember: walking. I'm waiting on that. So Abby gets to come back with me at a certain point, but I'm back there with. Like a, I guess a prep nurse or a tree, whatever. I don't yeah. know. I don't, she was, she was cool. She was good. She's like, leave your dignity at the door. Yeah. I was like, I didn't bring any. <laughs> Ma'am, have none. She's like, all right, get naked. Uh, put this robe on. I was like, all right. She's she like, said, get naked or she undress. <laughs> get naked. <laughs> She's pretty sure she said, get naked. <laughs> put this robe on. Here's some uh, leggings. I got to put on some fancy leggings and then the, the cool, hospital socks i'm so jealous of those socks so then she gets me hooked up abby comes back and we're chit-chatting this and that and she says i'm gonna have to shave you from your <laughs> chest to the top of your pants I and, I, and i said <laughs> like with a razor <laughs> and so like, you, were, you said I could have done this at home, but she was like, "We don't want you to." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So then she proceeds to like lay me completely flat on the bed and shaves me, and I'm laughing the whole time because I'm, I'm being tickled. So it was 
so weirdly uncomfortable but hilarious like gary is tickled but clearly like like she's getting towards the goody the parts. guy who loves to talk about his butthole in public was mm-hmm. getting a little embarrassed and i was here for it like i was dying it was so funny but also so awkward because she's getting lower and I can see him just be like, just stop, make it stop. Are you done yet? Oh, it was great. She just chit-chatting the whole time and it was. was And and while she's doing that, they're coming in like, are you ready? And she's like, no, we're not ready. I'm like, oh shit, they're trying to rush me in here. Yeah. It was a good time. Because I thought I'd have to, like, there'd be a build-up and I'd wait. There really wasn't. After I got sent back, it was all. There was was a lot of just, like, boring waiting at the very beginning when we yeah, got there i told abby's like what if i just leave i'll just dip <laughs> get out of here is it too late yes sit down just sit down <laughs> we're here we're here now so i go back and they're like they crucify me they put me on this the littlest table um and they like i'm being hooked up they like pull these things back from my arm mm-hmm I did those for my C-sections. And they're like, take some deep breaths, and that's the last thing I remember. Yeah. So. Got you a good little anesthesia coma. God. Yeah, but I, but I remember waking up in the recovery room briefly and, like, hurting. Well, you were in there, I think, a lot longer than he told me you would be. So they just essentially send me on my way, and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> Shoot the bargain, huh? <laughs> I went and got food and I like kind of rushed back and I'm eating it. I'm like, oh, I still have so much time. Yeah. Um, I go for a walk. I walk around the hospital for about 35, 40 minutes. And finally he called me and he was like, hey, everything went great. Um, he's going to be in recovery for like 45 minutes to an hour. So we'll call you then. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it was after, it, it, he actually said 45 minutes, but I gave them about 55 and i was like hmm, okay then i gave them five more minutes and i went in i was like uh where is he <laughs> and you literally like i go and sit back she goes i'm gonna go check on him and i sit down and there you roll by and you had no idea you were in this world yeah at all the woman like was the tiniest little thing was trying to push the the hospital bed and it was just doing whatever it wanted and at one point you just go it's Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. And then they, so then they walk me back there with you and they're like, okay, now you need to go sit in here in this waiting room while we get his room ready. And I was like, well, shit, I could have sat in the other waiting room while you got this room ready, but okay. Um, I don't remember that part. I don't remember getting a room ready. I, you, you don't, I mean, you are out of it from the moment I come in and we have to have this whole conversation about your oxygen and um, do you remember the the respiratory nurse coming in? Uh-uh. Totally different nurse than what you've had. And she comes in. We talked forever. Uh, and just because you had to be put on oxygen for a little while. And then. So I was almost a goner. No. It's just <clears throat> when you were, as you were falling asleep, like you had not. She said it could happen because like you're still like the anesthesia is still doing its thing. Your blood pressure was stupid high. Mm. Not normal stupid high but it was still high and then the oxygen they were just trying to keep an eye on you and i was like oh my god thank god we're not at home (laughs) (laughs) like so they were able to provide all those things and by the time i came to though by four o'clock so we're looking at you coming out at two by four o'clock they're like okay we're gonna come back and have him up and walking i was like him (laughs) that guy (laughs) okay (laughs) by god by 4 30 they decided to come in and you were walking that was good you did then I became other. the superstar. Oh my god, guys, you know me. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to be the center of attention, and that's what I was. Now, granted, everybody, like I don't, I don't know if I was first, if I was the first one there or whatever. But I get up and walk, like I'm drinking water. I got the good ice. Like I'm, I'm good. A little nauseous in the beginning was the only time I felt any. If you said barf bag to me, because they time, gave me a barf bag, give me a barf bag. Where's it? Where's it? It's right here. Yeah, Just hold it. Keep holding it until we're out of here. So from then on out, like I was totally annoying the guy next to me because Abby leaves. I've got my phone, but I like I didn't turn. I was like I'm bored, so I just walked, walked mm-hmm. the whole time. 
And the guy next to me was like, this overachiever. And I was, and, and I can, it's not like we, I can't hear him. I, everybody and I said, hey, bro, me. you want to race? <laughs> he didn't say nothing after that. He, we talked later, though. Everybody's so grumpy. Like a lot of people were still like nauseous and they had, yes. they had pain. I didn't have any pain or nausea. I was like, all right, let's so go. What you don't see is between for the two hours that you're out of it, two and a half hours, I'm watching people like they crank, they crank out. Like we think about three surgeries. What do we think? They, they cranked out five surgeries that day. There's six of us that night. Oh, six. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you were somewhere in like number four land of that. Of that. Yeah. So there are people. Yeah. By the time I got in my, what about, I remember the one of the nurses saying he's good and warmed up for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there he had three surgeries. So in the time that you're just sitting, laying in bed, still sleeping it off, I'm watching the people who've previously had the surgery before you that morning get up and start their first walk, and I'm like, oh hell, because they they've got like two people walking with them, and they're just scooting like shuffling down the hallway. And I was like, <laughs> Not me, bitches. So then Gary like stops at one point to stop and like drop it down low and do a little <laughs> dance. I like <gasps> gasp and think he's getting ready to fall back. And I'm like, oh no, don't fall here. No, he just wanted to dance in the hallway. Like he was been he's been great and fine and um thank God. Like all a really good recovery. Yeah. From everything. So I'm not back to obviously not back to normal now, but well, you ever. But I'm all healed like um I, I dropped the medicine basically the next when I got home, uh, like yeah. maybe one day I took the medicine they gave me for pain and nausea. But I do have a little, I got some of those, uh, what's it called? Little things you dissolve. Oh. Right? Um, like Finnegan. Yeah. Well, I can't think of a name. Yep. Love that stuff. It's so I got plenty of that. Nauseous. I never I was never nauseous. So thanks to the people out there that, were, that they said think, a prayer or yeah, whatever. Patch on your ear too. Oh yeah, and and I forgot about it. Then I went because they're like, "All right, don't touch it. Like, don't make sure it doesn't touch anything when you get done." I went got a haircut like the day I got out of uh, the next day. So is, she, is that how they took it off? And she's like, "Hey, you got a patch on the back of your." I was like, "Oh, I was like, hey, don't touch it." I was like, "It's," <laughs> I was like, "Let me get it." Because so, if it like got on you, yeah, they yeah. could like. Obviously, they don't want that on right. them. So, so I took it off and and uh, but yeah, so like. Literally the next day I'm driving. He's already skinny. But I'm not already skinny. I'm sleeping like I have such a weird sleep schedule. One thing is during you waking up and that night that I was still hanging out with you, you would be dead ass talking to me and then just start falling, then fall asleep, which I'm like, oh, this is what it's like to live with me. <laughs> but multiple times we do mid conversation and you would be looking at me and start snoring. <laughs> I got some cool scars. Chick stick scars, right? You like my scars? I do. I like it. I like that they kind of make a, there's a shape to them. And even though I really wish you'd just put band-aids on them because they're disgusting looking. <laughs> they told me not to put band-aids on them. Just a little weird. Or... I mean, they're not open wounds anymore. But they, they were for a couple of days. I was bleeding all the time. Gary, you're, you're pouring blood out of your torso. Can you please clean it up? Like I went to the gym the third day. like To walk. To walk. And I could feel my shirt rubbing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this ain't going to be good. And I got home and it's just blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. Gross. So, yeah. Still waiting to get into the sauna to go full blown lifting mm-hmm. weights. Yeah. Still, I may have dipped my toes in a little bit. I knew it. Like, you do not follow instructions whatsoever. I feel like they're just recommendations. <laughs> I don't think they're just recommendations. <laughs> I um, think this is real, which with this surgery you can't i guess you could i don't know how people do it but like there is no like coming back and like sneaking a little whatever food that you want like you physically cannot oh no like gary ate so i I get i'm on my like my basically liquids the whole first week Mm -hmm. which is fine no no milk liquids and no pop yeah I tried coffee. It ended up being the worst taste. And they they tell you your your smell and your taste may change. That would piss me off. I was bad. not prepared for the coffee to be the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. And I'm and I make Abby try. It, then I try Abby's. I'm like, oh god. And then so when I when I went back to work, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this. Spit it out immediately. I was like, Does oh, it taste god. the same? No. So it just tastes bad. All kinds of different. All, ways bad. Yeah. Just. 
I don't know. I'm sorry. It's like sewer water. Ew. Um, the fucking Costco was out of Fairlight, so Abby gets me Premier Protein, which I've had. It's not the it's not as tasty as Fairlife, it, but it's not bad. I, I it's couldn't, the better yeah, one. Yeah, it's not. Probably macros wise, it's the best. Yeah, but it's the worst for me. Yeah, I was Taste like, wise. God. So we got a huge case. We got all kinds of Premier Protein to. Yeah, I've been, I've been offering people's office. Hey, you like this? I bring the old case, but. <laughs> Uh, so I finally got some Fairlight, but I was getting some from the gas station. We can't do that anymore. I mean, it's a little pricey, but we cannot do gas station. Gary brings home four Gatorades, and he's like, "It's fine, it's fine." I like those are on sale. I'm like, "How much did you pay for four Gatorades from the gas station?" It was I got ten, ten dollars. Gary, no, these are the big ones. They're not. They don't I don't care. Like that's still. I'm like, like sixty four ounce Gatorades. They're like a dollar at Kroger. Like whatever. God. Ah. Listen though, they know. Like I walk in and walk out of circle of uh, Speedway now, and they don't say a word because I get so much ice. Mm-hmm. Like, and they don't charge me for it anymore. You're just walking in and getting ice and walking out. Mm-hmm. I talk to them about you know they like they know not stealing. No, they 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 told me okay because so it's I, like forty three cents for a cup of ice. Okay, and so like I was paying it, you know, I was going in and getting, yeah. but to keep me from buying the other things. You know, look, yeah. but yesterday morning I went in and the the machine with the good eyes, the pellet eyes was like not having it. Because you've used it too much. That's what the guy says. It's been used too much this morning. It's like it's it's got to cool off. So I'm back here like two more times that day and got <laughs> full cups. I wonder if it is going to be economical for us to buy the, the ice machine. I don't think so, but it's those are expensive. Try to get worked by one. I need one. I think it'd be wonderful to have the yeah, pellet ice. Nice. Except the one thing that I hate more than anything, not more than anything, one thing that I cannot handle is listening to people chew and chew You ice. have no patience with me. And so Gary is chewing his ice, and the other night I had to put headphones on while he was doing I it is. It's me. It's totally me. It's a sensory thing. I cannot listen to people chew ice. It's like once I hear it, and I'm in tune to it. I want to go ballistic. I cannot deal with it because all I can hear are mouth noises. And TikTok confirms it's all my sensory issues, <laughs> but it's a lot. So between that and for someone who doesn't eat anything, um, you're pretty messy in the kitchen. <laughs> so there's only a few things I could have. I could have um, sugar-free popsicles. Yes, lots of popsicle sticks and popsicle wrappers everywhere. Yeah, so I, yeah, I mean, I'm a popsicle guy anyway. But mm-hmm. then uh, towards the the end of the week, I started making some protein pudding. They're just like random. He doesn't even put lids on them. He just makes random bowls of pudding and tosses them in the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> they're good. They are, that one you made last night was really good. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I've got... Uh, so this is not just for like bariatric patients. It's for anybody that needs to get some protein in and mm-hmm. want to do it quick. I got a like a full container of, of plain Greek yogurt, which I didn't know tasted. Like I've seen people substitute, use it instead of sour cream and yeah. stuff, but it, it does very much so taste like sour cream. Just that dry taste. But I saw Alex Hormozzi talk about, hey, if you're lazy like me and you don't want to cook something, get this tub. Like the whole tub's 80 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. He said, and just put like Crystal Light or Kool Aid or something in it. He said it'll, t- it'll give you yeah, like that, that sugary I don't taste. Like. Oh man, it's so good. I do not like that. I don't, it's but I don't like a my fruity. Mouth water right now. I don't like even for yogurt. I don't necessarily. I don't know. It's not my favorite. So I will take plain and add chocolate to it or peanut butter. You can add the peanut butter powder to it, but I don't like that flavor at all. And you can just buy vanilla flavored Greek yogurt that also has like. Oikos has one that has 20 grams now of protein and then add a scoop of protein powder. It's delicious. Really? That's what I've been doing. So you could do like 40 grams of protein in like a dessert for under 100 calories. We'll see. But the thing, here's the here's the secret. I'm never hungry. It's wild. Now, so jealous. my body's never hungry, but my brain is like, I go for some nachos. 
Nachos? Is that, where you, is that where you would No, go? I just one of the first things I thought about was nachos. Boneless one. I mean, just shit I don't need. So shit we, that got me to where I need. But I will say this. To anybody that, that, that's ever thought about this, if this has encouraged you to, to get this or look into it, there is not enough preparation for your mental health before you do that. Because I would just like to go on record saying that I have brought this up previously. Yeah. Carry on. And it's not other than you can turn the switch off in your body that like in your stomach that wants food, but you can't turn it off in your head. No way. And so like, and I've, I'm not going to say I've overcome that in, so far, but it's definitely lessened mm-hmm. in the first few days. I mean, cause you go from eating like even the, in the pre-op stuff, I was had uh, one salad a day. So yeah, I, I, I know. I mean, and then you watch people eat and then you're like, you can't really partake, you know, it, it, as a social thing. And now that you don't eat, the fuck you do with all your time? <laughs> like, you know, you get to work, you're thinking, what am I going to have for lunch? What am I going to do for dinner? You know, yeah. it's a, it's, I never realized like how much you really think about food. I'm very aware of how much I think about food. It's embarrassing, but. I just want to think about money now. <laughs> money and sex. <laughs> be my go-to that's your go-to you're so dumb and you know who thought about money and sex a lot who the queen of england (laughs) i don't think so i don't think that's accurate i don't think she thought about her having sex but all the craziness of the royal family and the they're insane my favorite tiktok guys shit they've done their whole life my favorite some tiktok guys comparing them to a they're just a typical uh trailer yeah trash family like he compares them like this is the matriarch mama t everybody goes there for their problems here's that one uncle that nobody quite knows what's wrong with him but yeah. no everybody's uncomfortable like it's, you ain't gonna let babysit your kids oh. you're right right and so she's got it down perfect and there's always like one grand the grandson you know clayton and colton that are like <laughs> like i always thought because charles got divorced he couldn't be the king no i don't think so isn't that why I thought isn't that why the queen's sister couldn't be the queen because she's older no she was already the queen no when her when their dad died she has an older sister why would did she not become the queen I can't I remember watching it on the crown but I don't remember why I don't know I'm not even gonna pretend like I know yeah no, queen I, I don't know I don't think she's older sister I thought she was younger sister ah, fuck, I don't know <laughs> It just all seems so weird. She was only like 25 when she became the queen. I know. So, and Imagine, she was already let me married. Be king at 25. So I've, I've been on my dictator's kick, right? And I was listening to uh, Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really a dictator, but like part of his journey is he goes to Egypt and has this crazy love affair with Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. But the king, when he gets to Egypt, Cleopatra's husband, Cleopatra's 20, Julius Caesar's like 42, the king is 13. It's wild. That's so wild. <laughs> like, I don't, I do not understand. It's like a scene from a porno. Like, they, oh, they, uh, because they're, they're vying for power. Like, the king and the queen, I think they're brother and sister, too. Not too sure about that, but. Please do not. Take any history well, just from this guy. Google it. I think they are. Just Google it. But so Cleopatra's uh, manservant puts her in like a laundry basket and takes her to Julius Caesar and like unzips the basket. And there she is like, ta-da. And it's not like a romantic, like it's the, it's some Game of Thrones type shit. That's so weird. It me. is. And it's- like the whole story of Caesar is it's crazy. Can I confess something? Yeah. I've never read Shakespeare's Julius Caesar completely all the way through. So it's inaccurate. It's a, the biographies of Julius Caesar were written hundreds of years after he died. Mm-hmm. So that like, it's all, True. there's different versions of I'm it. I'm sure. And, but like, Ete Brute. Yeah. Et, you Brutus. And you Brutus. I suppose, and it's like, but Brutus was a love child from one of his mistresses, they think. This is wild. It is crazy. But anyway, 
Queen's dead. They, they, I mean, poor lady. They fought her dead ass around for two weeks. I know. So they were saying that previously. $7.5 million funeral. That's wild. That was mine on call. Either rich. Um, they, that previously, like, prior to having better embalming techniques, but that whole process still being the same of how long someone has to lay in state and everything, that kings would explode. From, like, the gas? Their body, yeah. Hell, yeah, I'm there for that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Bad. It's gross, but interesting. So there's a new... New king in town over there oh across God. the pond. We'll see his funeral not too long from now. It won't be such a big deal. I did watch it, like watch part of it the other because it was like it was on for four days. Well, I five a.m. that morning it was on when I went, got up and went to the gym and then, like when I was having my surgery, they were taking her body through the countryside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Then no, that's when she was coming home, right? Coming back. No, they were taking her through the countryside. Oh, whatever. So then they were just walking her through the streets and stuff. So they used to, a teacher that I work with said they used to use horses, but that went badly once. The horses kind of got spooked and they took off with the body. <laughs> eh, not a reliable horse, the horses, apparently. So Well, I mean, not the, last, the last one to die, I guess, was her husband, mm-hmm. who wasn't the king. Yeah. I don't know. That's a weird thing. I'm I'm interested to see how the crown wraps it all up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm here for the crown. One of my students said she started watching the crown. Yeah. I like, I I didn't think I would like it. And I like it. It, Like there's this element of they are real people, but there's also this element of just looking at how just massively out of touch they are to everyday problems. And listen, if some, if I got a a letter today, I'm a king of some, (laughs) I'm going to be the most. You'd be ridiculous. Oh, yes. You'd be absurd. I'd but be this like, is all uh, a thought experiment. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I'm really the king? All right. I don't think so. What's the, what's the thing from Braveheart when uh, Michael Scott says it before? Uh, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> when the king has to sleep with all the brides. Yes. <laughs> oh. I can't remember that. But. It's been, yeah, it's been a wild couple weeks. Gary has surgery the same week as Charlie goes into her first homecoming week. Yeah. She went to her homecoming dance, got all pretty for it. I was like, like, it's different here than what it was when we went to school. They go to homecoming, like, they go to the football game and walk around and... She had a blast. I know she had fun. That is so up her jam. Like, let's go get pretty, dressed up. Yeah. And her friend group now is a little more extroverted. Yeah. She's, she, uh, had, I think she stayed the whole time and, you know, shut her down. So I'm sure as shit, she was probably in like the grind circle somewhere doing that. Yeah. After I said, so help me God, you better not be one of those little grind circle girls. <laughs> little hoe bag. I've got eyes and ears everywhere, but no reports. So yeah. we'll see, I'm sure she had fun. Abby has enabled a goodwill addiction into Harlan. Oh my gosh. It started, um, accidentally. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We went in 
there once to do something. And this is wild. And I'm very curious about this. Um, we decided it was kind of unique to him. You've heard me talk about how he watches somebody play with DVDs. And for him specifically, it's been baby Einstein DVDs that we watch somebody open and collect. And all he does is put them in front of the screen, talk about them, open them up, close them. And he has multiple copies. So Harlan will take a variety of DVDs, but so far he wants us to make every DVD a baby Einstein DVD. And so we thought this was a very specific. Well, he knows which ones he's missing. Yes. That's what he knows what he's missing and we have to make them. Yeah. Where is, you know, baby Mozart? We do not have baby Mozart. So I would go into Goodwill to go look for different DVDs and we've just not found any baby Einstein in a while. Um, When he went in with me one day, he just stood, he was like, look at all these DVDs and he stood in front of them playing with them like he was like he was on the youtube video it's like okay guys today we have and he picks up he doesn't know what it says right um generally unless he sees something he's familiar with like toy story and he'll talk about it and put it back on the shelf so i just have to set a timer and let him get about 10 minutes worth of playing with dvds and then he'll be like okay over here we have our custom vhs (laughs) and he'll start going to vhs so that's our thing he never buys one. He inevitably just winds up at a toy, gets a toy, and we're out of there. Yeah. Okay. But now he wants to go all the time. Now he like loves this. going. And I don't think it's hit him yet. Like, you can't just go in and, like, summon whatever it is that you want. Like, it's you got to find it. Yeah. So I'm having this conversation because we go, um, he has a group with one of the local churches, and we've been hanging out there. And so we went to the church um, ceremony that's specifically for him. So... We walk in the doors, and and with Harlan, like, there are things that he absolutely loves one day, but then something can shift, and we are not going to be about that the next time. On a dime, basically. So he loved, when we went to VBS, he loved the singing and the dancing, and I was very cool with that part. So the service works in a way that Harlan and the other bridge kids can hang in there for that, and then they leave once, like, the sermon starts. Because once it gets quiet... And you have to sit still and listen. That's where I get nervous with Harlan. That's where I get nervous with any kid. But with Harlan, he could shout out like, oh, damn it. Or who knows what he's going to shout out. So, <laughs> Been pretty tame so far. <laughs> so we go in there. They This place also serves as a school. Um, they're having a book fair, scholastic book fair, straight up scholastic book fair, which can take any kid, no matter what, and just tilt them and make them wild because it is, I mean, his brain is about to explode. He's like, oh, look, look, it's Toy Story. Oh, look, it's PJ Masks. They've got all the good stuff, plus all the little trinkets and posters and all that stuff, right? I'm like, I'm never going to get him in here. I'm never going to get him in that. And there's tons of people and sound. So we walk into the sanctuary. He, he literally puts a toe in and goes, nope. And I was like, <laughs> it's not happening. It's not people offered to sit by him. Not happening. So we went to the actual bridge room, which is set up and designed for any kids with any sensory needs. Um, there's a crash pad. The, but the first thing he locked in on was a shelf of DVDs. And it just, and he was, and um, Christy was like, does he like, I was like, he loves DVDs. This is his thing. Like, she was like, does he want to watch one? I was like, no, no, he doesn't want to watch anything. He may put it in a DVD player, but he doesn't want to watch it. He wants to play with it. And she's like, that's so wild. Another little boy here loves DVDs. And the mom got there and showed me, and they have walls of DVDs. And we started talking, and he and Harlan play with the DVDs almost in a similar way. Like they love syncing up like a DVD with um, the same scene on the computer and hitting play at the same time. And if you can get multiple things, Harlan loves that. That is his favorite is to like sync up things. So I'm just fascinated by this. Like what is the connection? What is the draw to this? Um, Because I made a post of Harlan um, asking to go to Goodwill and someone mentions in the comments, Kristen mentions in the comments, like she there's, have I seen the little boy 
on TikTok who's autistic and does the same thing. I was like, no, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. what is the draw of, and I'm pretty sure the kid on YouTube is autistic that collects the yeah. Einstein DVD. So I just, I don't know. Um, it's like showing off your your stuff. I guess. I don't know. And that you have it and that you can access it. And it is just, it's really unique and wild. But when we go to Goodwill, that's primarily why, why we're, why we are there is so he just wants to go play with a wall of DVDs, um, which is a struggle for me because I, he plays in a very messy way. It is a very, I don't know where he gets that from. I have no idea where he gets that from. And I am not a neat freak, but when everything is at all at once, it just makes my head kind of, my eyes start twitching. There's like not any clean, like order to anything. And you can't find anything. Do I though? Mm -hmm. Who says? The universe. No. See, I don't want to. (laughs) I don't want to. I feel like we can train everybody. He is the only one in this damn house. I have trained him. I said, we're going to put your bag in the basket. He can now do it by himself. He goes over, puts his bag in the basket. Everybody else just drops shit. But they walk in the door and they just like, somebody's going to throw a t-shirt on the stove. Somebody's going to throw a bag down. Let's be fair. <sighs> that's that's a little played out. I've not t-shirt on the stove. It's not been the stove recently, but it has been the back of a couch or randomly. You never know when you might do <laughs> No, it's like you instantly come come home and you take your shirt off, both shirts off, and throw them down. What's your expectation? Like I'm going to get out like like yesterday. Abby's planned out dinner and stuff every night. Last night was pizza, so I ordered pizza. I didn't eat any, obviously. But the pizza guy came. I had a shirt laying, just had arms raised. I put it back on. Just can't open the door shirtless. Well. They might think you shot me or something. <laughs> that I've stabbed you a few times. But uh, speaking of that pizza, don't waste your money on the Papa Bowls. It was. It was, it's it was sad. <laughs> Number one, if you're going to do that, maybe like, if it had like the meat and stuff in it. Maybe it's I got the vegetable one because it was fewer calories. Um, but the meat, like if maybe I was doing keto, like I thought, I wonder if I could have made my own. Like you've seen those chicken. The chicken crust that we've looked at on the micros page. Yeah. But it's, they were like really wet. I don't know. Not my favorite. I ended up eating a piece of pizza anyway and still stayed under my calorie intake. So I think. I'm because every Monday I get to start a new phase. So this Monday you get to start. You can have eggs and beans and Do you oatmeal. have to mash them like the beans? I just have to chew them really good. Okay. You could do like, could you do a vegetarian chili with no meat in it? Like just beans? Yeah. Yeah, but I can't. Like this week I got to, I got to implement bananas. So I got so excited. I told Abby, I was like, I'm going to take this banana. I said, don't waste it, you know. I got, what, a quarter of it? Barely. I was yeah. like, oh, God. I'm full. Yeah, so. It's weird. You just don't eat a lot of anything. Crazy. Oh, but falls upon us. Like this is the the this the sorghum festival this weekend. Like I missed the hardwood harvest festival type mm-hmm. weekend. Do you think our parents liked it when they? I think when we were like Charlie's age, they yeah. just let us go and they got to do whatever they wanted. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. It's the storytelling festival. My memories came up, and Charlie doesn't really want to go that much tonight i was kind of sad <laughs> like i'm willing to take her and <laughs> and hang out with her but i can tell she not her thing anymore yeah i think maybe if i don't know i'm not harlan for damn strangle sit still and listen no, to those stories no no i that did make me sad like i would love for him to go but i know he would not it would be everything else that got him excited in the water that came yeah, around we're at the water we'll we're at the lake. There's the geese. Everything would probably yeah. pump him up other than the story. So I'm like, don't even bother doing that. Um, I have to really work hard at letting go of some of those things. That like, yeah. I'm like, man, Charlie. Uh, to be loved. fair, I wouldn't want to go either. I would. <laughs> really everything cool. but the stories would get me excited it's too. It's so nice. I don't know. I liked it. I've enjoyed doing it. I, I'm a former like 
speech and drama kid. So, um, for, for like this, three years, right? Well, the storytelling, I've just, we did that event and like you would spend weekends. I was in the storytelling event. And so it, it listen, I'm going to tell you this and I don't want to hurt your feelings. You can't tell a story for shit. You sent me that TikTok the other night about the. Um, I'm going to tell you to go kiss all of my fucking ass because oh. I can tell a great story. I feel like if you if it's prepared, you can. But like off the cuff, you you have no, and you have I'm so detailed. much. Let me say this: you, yes, you are. I have details, bitch, and they come back around. I just need you to follow the damn storyline. It's hard. It's, it's worse than no, like. I actually care to engage you in the context of the story. And you, however, just don't care. Get to the point. There, to the point, no faking. Often, you don't even care like to get to the point. Like, it's just because I'm talking in general. That, no, like, that's not true at all. I love your stories. I just love to, like, I just give me the gist of it. Accuracy, brevity, clarity. Oh. My God. Did you hear that from, like, some damn, what's his name? I don't know who I heard it from. Your, whatever that guy is. That, whatever. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't know no. names, but I, what kind of what, so it's spooky season, right? You like scary stories? Mm-hmm. I want a psychological thriller. Yeah, but you don't like watching those mm, psychological thrillers. Yes, jump out of nowhere for no reason. No, thank you. Haunted houses. We've talked about this a bunch before, nope. but you're not. Don't need that in my life. Like I'm watching all these like. Haunted houses from all over the country, right? Like, this is their time to shine. And a lot of people, they make so much money in this season that they don't, this is the only job, right? Like, these companies. Halloween Express. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see the picture? Camden, Camden Park Halloween Haunted House, or Haunted House is open year-round. Yeah. Charlie wrote about that at school. I know. Her word was nostalgia. And so she used a haunted house. I was like, that's not your nostalgia. That's our nostalgia. I don't know. I got, got a, like a glimpse of what pure rush, like the rush to get into some of these things with the crowds and the... The haunted houses? Yeah, like there's one in Ohio that's just like crazy. There's like 10 or 12 different mazes and shit like that. Mm-mm. I'm like, no. No. There's too many like and like the people that work there. Think about that. It's basically on the weekend, so you're giving up all Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. That's their, but that's their that's job. where they make their money. Yeah. And and I if but, you were but I dress think up in a haunted house, but I think those people enjoy that. Yeah, that's their thing. Scare I, actors is what they're called. God, that would get so. What would you old. dress up as? Me, like if you were going to be in a haunted house, Probably like a mid forty something mom who's also a teacher, overworked, um, overweight, stressed out, scariest thing in the world. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a really go to. I'd probably just be. I don't think I'd want to wear a mask. It's hot and sweaty. Yeah. Something I don't know. I'd like COVID. Like a like the girl from the ring or some shit. <laughs> my hair, my face. I, I we watched the ring, but I don't don't vaguely. Remember. Me and Harlan watched uh, the ring. <laughs> no, Freddy Krueger, Godzilla, and King Kong. Did you like it? Um, he was not like completely like the new Minions is out, and mm-hmm. which he saw in the theater. First couple times he's watched, he's been glued to it. Mm-hmm. Now with Godzilla and Kong, he was like, "Who's that?" I was like, "It's King Kong." Who's that? Godzilla. Dinosaur, yeah. He has this weird sense of knowing when to be scared. Um, when in the Minions movie, the characters turn into the giant animals. Mm-hmm. He knows they're supposed to be scary, so he's like, hold me, mommy, and I'll hold him, but he talks all the way through it and yeah. watches it and laughs. Um, there's something, so he got into this weird, really weird rabbit hole of watching Coco Melon videos, but as PewDiePie yeah, that was a whole thing. And that was a whole thing. So there's like the fact that it's so specific, but there's a few that are really like trippy, really trippy and weird. And they're kind of scary, I guess, in the long drawn out tone and the color and everything. And he knows he's supposed to be scared. So he will run to our bedroom 
And if you stay in a certain way in our bedroom, you can still see the television and he'll hide in our bedroom and watch. I'm like, are you scared? Yes. <laughs> Turn it off, man. <laughs> so it's weird to see him experience those emotions and know that, you know, because I guess, I don't know. You don't know what your kid is like internalizing and what makes yeah. him scared. And I don't remember. I don't know. You were scared of the Michael Jackson thriller. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember being scared. Turned out, was, I was probably just scared of pedophiles. <laughs> you just had. I just had the senses. instinct. I had the. You know, I had it the was him. creeper it was instinct. Like that. That I don't think was scared me. I'm trying to think of things I was scared of. Because I watched a lot of. I mean, we watched Freddy Krueger like sitting on the couch hanging out. Like no nightmare on Elm Street as elementary school kids. Yeah, didn't really bother Which us. At the time, was pretty cutting edge, and it's not now. If you go oh, back and watch, yeah. you're like, oh, this is so dumb. Awful. When they pull her through the window at the end, <laughs> it's awful. Um, yeah, not kid appropriate at all. Yeah, we we watched the making, like the the movies that made us, uh-huh. and it had that, and it was like how. It was such how a, low budget, how, yeah. like it was not supposed to be anything, and then it kind of blew up. Now, I don't really remember watching anything beyond. I know we saw other Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe two. Dream Warriors was the last one. I think that's yeah. three. That's where they take the fight to Freddy, and yeah. you feel like a little empowered. Yeah. Like it's scary, but like the good guys win. I remember two and three, but it wasn't as, you know, I, it's hard to... Sequels are hard. Sequels are really hard things. Like, I'm a little nervous. This week, they're releasing Hocus Pocus 2. It's going to be trash. And I feel, I don't. It's going to be trash. And here's the thing. Disney doesn't make anything good right now. The first one is like a fun, like, remember the movie. But if you watch it. It's trash It's horrible. (laughs) Like, I love it in the sense that it's Hocus Pocus. I love. Should have put a trigger warning about that before. The the character. I know. I'm going to get so much Or Monster Squad. Monster Squad's the shit. (laughs) I don't care. It's not a a PG movie. It is not a PG movie. It is not a. It's not a good movie. Like. I'm not saying it's it's a horrible movie and like it should be some high quality. That is not my thing. I don't give two shits about Oh, you're talking about Hocus Pocus? Yeah. I I love all the little nostalgia. Money grab. Hype, right. Hype, money grab. Hype around it. Yeah. And it wasn't a money grab then. It was just it's grown into that somehow. I don't know I don't know where I that mean, came yeah, from. Where did you why did you want a sequel? So I because of whatever nostalgia is promoting this like so many like people nostalgia have is just that nostalgia yes. you don't so want what happens is you think you want that thing and you're like you're like listen prime example we get disney plus mm-hmm. first thing we watch fly the navigator yeah. it's horrible and no it's so, not no it's not shut up uh <laughs> you're so full of shit <laughs> it's still horrible i love that little creature in it uh, and then i go like everybody's going to bed i'm like all right here's the test Put on X Men the cartoon. It's like my Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, so bad, so bad. I was like, oh, this is so shitty. <laughs> Something just need to be best remembered. Yeah. So I'm nervous. Like it's going to come out, and people are going to have to shit on it, and then people are going to get pissed, and and it's like, what did you it's, expect? What did listen, you want wh- from it? Ha- have has all the creativity been sucked dry in this world? Like we're redoing the Little Mermaid. No, she's, this no. I think this is. And that's a, oh, that is so such a stupid. I love the tickets. We're like, so we're 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 talking about mermaids here. Yeah, it's that is such a ridiculous. I don't even entertain that argument. Which I've seen no one say shit about it. Yeah, I've only seen people say shit about the people that are supposed to be saying shit. Yeah. So either I I am pretty sure I've just narrowed my echo chamber. Well, I think down it's like the news is putting it like sure. talking about it. And, but I will say. When you want to have a conversation with me about representation and what we are showing as representation and what that means and what that looks like, I will present to you every single one of those videos of the little girls and the minute they realize it. Because have you watched the preview to the Little Mermaid yet? The way it's done, you don't know. You don't see her. You just see like the tail. And at the very end, she comes on the screen and you notice that she's black. Yeah. Well, the, it's so like that reveal and that build up, and then when these little girls, these moms are showing their little girls and their reaction, awesome. To see, oh my god, I cry, I just cry and cry because just the she's black, she's me. Look at she's beautiful, and they're just they're they're amazing, and that is 
when you try to articulate representation and the importance of it, it's mm-hmm. hard to articulate. Um, there's been a lot of TED Talks on like using books as mirrors, books as windows, and books as doors. Like that's what it means so that you can read and experience different things, but also the need to read something that looks like you, yeah. right? So there's some fat boy stuff, like fat 40 year old stuff. Absolutely. Yes. It's out there. And if it's not, just write it. (laughs) So that it's so important to have that connection. And I think we talked about this before, whereas you don't necessarily go out there looking for entertainment in a way that can definitely not in a book. Right. (laughs) But even in your podcasting and stuff, I don't know that you look for things that, Mine's about more about action, yeah. actionable things. Yes, I think as as is mine, but that's where representation comes in with that. But yeah, the remaking thing though has been. Well, I'll just I, I'm going to get fucking nerdy with you. Like okay. all stories come from one right. It's all the same thing. Thing, but um, there's only a few different variations and versions of it. But I, I don't think this is doing it like we've ran. I don't think it comes from we've run out of ideas, so let's redo this. It is completely like. It's about what makes money. Social media looks like, sounds like, that we want a sequel, so they're they're giving them that. Now, Charlie went to go watch this movie last night that I know zero things about. Other than there was like a really awkward press conference with all members of the cast present, and it's Harry Styles and some other people. And she has tried to explain it to me, and I have no concept of it. And then she comes home excited, wanting to tell me about the story. And the best is she goes to watch this movie, and she's with her friend. Friend's parents are present, too, but not sitting with them. But they're in the theater. And I guess there's just a really blatant, like, sex scene or multiple sex scenes. And Charlie is just, like, immediately texts me. She's like, oh, my God, Mom. This is so uncomfortable, and I'm dying laughing because <laughs> that would be so uncomfortable. It is. But I don't get it. Do you know the Harry Styles? St- I don't know anything about the Harry Styles thing other than this movie wasn't apparently. Good. I don't know. No, apparently, like, it's one of the, I don't know if it was Olivia Wilde. Somebody had an affair with the director, and they got mad gotcha. about it. Okay. So, I mean, really stupid. Okay. It's just, she when she explained it to me, I was tuning out because I thought, I don't. And she uses actors and actresses' names so fluently, and we all know I don't remember people's names. Yeah. So I've she got gets nothing. her storytelling from you. No, she sounds like you when she talks about celebrities and well, when it comes to that and sure. pop culture stuff. And I don't have any of that knowledge. I can talk to you about deeper things, but not people's names. She is currently, I will say this, in bed. No, yeah. Um, speaking of how she is, you. I find out from her teacher that on the side, just for funsy, she has this assignment to do, right? Yeah. And in her book, a character has died. Uh-huh. And so her project is to write an obituary for this character. But Charlie has decided to take it upon herself to also plan this funeral. character's funeral. Yeah. And she has a mood board for it. I don't know, Gary, where would she get the idea to have a guest list? Or... um. A playlist. Listen. Or I have a playlist. A taco bar. Wait, that's on our list? Yes. That that is complete and utter plagiarism. Uh. And she has outfits, multiple outfits. There are there are visitation outfits and there are outfits for the funeral. Yeah. That she is doing for this. And the teacher is telling me about this super wild creative thing that she's doing. I'm like, oh, it is Charlie. Like like she has nailed this character and she's got it. Yeah. The, the playlist is a little much, but she's all about this. But at Taco Bar, I just looked at her and I was like, I know where that came from. That's your daddy's idea. <laughs> yeah. So my Uncle Buck died, which his name was Harlan. Mm-hmm. Great man. So nice. We went to his funeral. Oh and I'm just not the guy to take to a funeral. I have. Or you're not the. You're. Don't sit by you. Yeah. Do not, I have not sat by you at a funeral because. <laughs> Looking back, a majority of the funerals we go to, Gary is the pallbearer. Yeah. But because of his surgery, he cannot I be, a, be the pallbearer. He can be a pallbearer. So I get to sit. I get to. I have to. You I don't have know. The honor of <laughs> the honor of me. sitting by you. I have never in my life almost died. 
burst out laughing. Like I had to go to some wild place in my head to like get my shit together. And like, I was trying to find candy. I was trying to distract myself. I almost had to leave. It was about three seconds away from me having to get up and leave. And that's no disrespect it to is the not departed, dis- but no, none at all. None whatsoever. But Gary leans over and whispers and I am <laughs> about in the floor dying because his stance is if I have to feel awkward and feel feelings, I'm going to make you feel awkward with me. Yeah. And so whereas I can go sad with you all day long, he knows the thing to mess me up on, <laughs> make me laugh. I have no control whatsoever. Yeah. It was awful. So that's when he decides at some point midway in that moment that he wants Wonderwall to be on his funeral playlist. Yeah. And so now he's humming Wonderwall mid-funeral. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Hit me up if you want to be on the guest list. It's, it will be vetted. So we started talking about that. Apparently we're going to start writing some stuff down and getting a list, making an actual Yeah, I don't want a preacher there. No. <sighs> I don't know. Are you gonna do? Are you gonna do a taco bar? Yeah, we know about the taco bar. I thought we decided on taco truck outside. Yeah. So I talked to Mike Gray, and he was like, "You know, there's some some places that have a liquor license. Some homes have a liquor license." I I'm sure there's like a rule about like food and dead bodies being in like the same building. Together. It's embalmed. It's not. I'm like, just saying. Like, I'm sure there's probably some legality to that. Like, you have to have a license for that. I if would you're gonna think. sell it. So you're just saying like I should bring in like, who's, pay, who's paying for the taco bar? Can I bring it? My life in? insurance policy, hopefully. I can do that. I well, just be like, I, I mean, we'll have to sit down and, and go through the details. Okay, <laughs> I need to know how to do this. We'll, we'll figure it out. It won't be hard. I won't figure. It. I'll be dead, so it don't matter. You literally do whatever you want to do. But I'm just well, telling are you, you going to plan wishes. mine out for me? Yeah. In case I go first. No, you got to plan your own. Like, I mean, I, I'll plan it out. You but tell me what you your fulfill? wishes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. But you did say we could have street tacos in homage to me. Yeah. Because I'll be the at one mine. Eating, yeah. At yours. Because I'll be the one eating them. And I love street tacos. So that was really kind. I'm kind. I'm, kind but it did, I'm very thoughtful. It did start out as a nacho bar, not a taco bar, but a nacho bar around the casket. Yeah. With, and, like at visitation. At visitation. And he wanted his hands holding a salsa. Yeah. I want my hand. I want the bowl with my hands. <laughs> Think about it, guys. Think about how, like, well, you don't want to be sad at a funeral. You really don't. I do want it to be, I don't want, I want there to be a sense of closure. A celebration of a life. Celebration like, of life. Be, I want everybody to cry when I die. Like, when they find <laughs> out I'm dead. But when you get, by the time you get to the funeral, cut that shit out. It's over. I'm dead. Ain't no, don't use crying over me no more. I ain't coming back. Unless. What? I'm cheapest. <laughs> You're not cheapest. And then on the third day. So I have to have, I need the funeral to happen the third day past your death. Got yeah. it. I don't know. Check. <clears throat> All right. Now, All right. And then you also have like specific rules for um, who takes over your phone after your death. And text everybody. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thanks yep. for coming. <laughs> You're so dark. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I just don't, I don't know. Because I never experienced funerals growing up, like it, it's hard. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe that's not it. Maybe I don't. I'm just not I don't know that. Guy. I don't know that that's like an experience that is common. I don't know that you can experience enough funerals to to walk away with some sort of like. I can be a. I can be a funeral home director though. Absolutely, I think you could. Honestly, I'll look into that. It's a All good. Right, we're gonna go out and enjoy our day now. We are the sun. The sun is out. Nice and chilly, Willie. We got it. We got a Saturday. Harlan's at a Saturday session of ABA, so we had a couple of hours yeah. without him. I'm like, how many things can we get done in two hours? And can you keep him all day? Yeah, <laughs> um, we love him so much, but we do love him so much. But he's a demanding little child. I don't know. They all are. They all are. But also, he ate. We had to hide the pizza last night, or he would eat eating the whole thing. <laughs> he woke up eating pizza too. <laughs> I said, you give him breakfast. He's like, he's had pizza. Oh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. That's good. We are in a, we're in a big pizza kick right now. He wants pizza yeah. about every single night. Um, and don't. Oh, and the PEBT kicked in for groceries this Woo! week. Shit. We, ha, roll it. I can't eat shit. I, you can't and, eat it, but I'll be buying some I was stuff. watching, like, uh, 
you know how I am. I go all in on the information. Oh my God. It's annoying. <laughs> so I'm, like, each me. week I'm finding like what people are eating, you know, uh-huh. th- this stage. This girl made like some kind of weird egg salad. Like, like with hard boiled eggs? Hard boiled eggs. That sounds delicious. I love mayonnaise, egg salad. Or like yeah, yeah. Miracle Whip. Yep. Yep. Mustard. Love it. I'm here. Salt, oh. pepper. And then she just kind of whipped it up. Could I could I entice you to add a little avi to that? A little avocado? No. Avocado's gross. It's not, actually. <laughs> we got to talk about me eating cottage cheese. Yeah, Abby found out she liked cottage cheese after all this time. I have sworn. It turns out I didn't like it any more than I did the... Hang on, but it is a different consistency than I thought. I thought it, it, would... it is. It's a different texture. Still not a good texture for me, no. but... No. But I made um, some Alfredo sauce with it, and... Charlie people... didn't like it. She did. Oh, did she, she like the sauce? Yeah, she liked it. She ate it. Bitch ate it. Okay, if she liked it or not, that's what she's getting. She's on Abby's, my... Abby's in charge of... Yeah, I'm having to be in charge of food. It's not... It's... I'm trying. It's just a lot mentally for me to handle. Because I turns out when I left it up to Gary, it was like... Okay, I took care of everything. did take care of everything in terms of like, okay, we're just ordering pizza tonight? Yeah, that's good. But I'm trying to like make dinners and but it's only for Charlie and I and her I she doesn't know. have a sophisticated palate she does not at all so thinking if it's cold enough we just eat chili all week is that appropriate that's why I'm a little jealous on that I told you I will, I will make you your own vegetarian. vegetarian we'll see I got you I got you bro if you made it this far just know that we love you very much appreciate everybody listening you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are, those new listeners. I know who you are. <laughs> that sounds so I know creepy. Who you are. They'll so figure creepy. it out. They get, yeah. They're going back to the a group of listeners going back to the uh, catalog. But yeah. By the time they get here, just know I know. Oh, my God. I appreciate the compliments. <laughs> uh, shout out to Philip Smith. Hey, hey. Still hanging in there, yep. being a sugar daddy. <laughs> Being a real daddy, his daughter out there slinging lemonade and cookies. It's so sweet. Yeah. Love it. So it's fall. Kentucky plays tonight. Go Cats or whatever team you like. Cats. I mean, they don't, and everybody Just don't like burn cats. anything. Shit, people. Yeah, you bunch of idiots. Easy on the, easy on the vandalism. All right. Well. All right. You can. We do have a Facebook page that has some stuff on it. If you want to <laughs> click on that, we got an Instagram. We have a TikTok. So I had a TikTok pop. not you too did. long ago. Yeah. So maybe we'll get better at posting there. Probably not, but just know it's there <laughs> if you want to support us. Hope is good. <laughs> I love you. I love you. See everybody next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Close Enough. Leave us a like on our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Close Enough Pod. Consider giving us a share and review on whatever platform you found us on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.